welcome back to the Shala Ayurveda podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. This podcast is your Ayurvedic companion. <laughs> I'm here to help guide you with Ayurvedic wisdom, tips, tools, recipes, remedies, lifestyle practices, everything you need to learn Ayurveda and live more Ayurvedically. I hope you find the episodes really useful and if there's something that you would like me to record an episode on or if you have a question or if you'd like to work together one-on-one, please send me a message, let me know. I'm here for you and I hope you enjoy the show. Good morning fellow healers. I am coming to you this morning with what I think will be a pretty short episode. Um, I say that. I actually do think this will be short. Sometimes I think it'll be short and it's not. Sometimes I think it'll be long and it's short, so you never really know. But my intention is for this to be a short and quick episode to just talk to you a little bit about some really simple ways and tips that you can make your meals more dosha appropriate or dosha balancing without having to completely avoid or eliminate the things that you love most because Ayurveda is not meant to be restrictive. It's not meant to make you feel like you can't have the things that you love. If anything, Ayurveda is here to help us enjoy our life more. So if you're feeling like Ayurveda is making you more stressed or more restricted, then talk to me because (laughs) Ayurveda, I always say to me, Ayurveda feels like a hug. It's something that should nourish us and make us, help us to engage with life in a really beautiful way. And it's gentle and it's nourishing and yet it's really powerful and so I never want it to feel to you like you're not getting to fully love and enjoy your food and your life. However in saying that when I first came across Ayurveda I was actually a little disheartened because pretty much my diet consisted of smoothies and salads and sushi. That was They were like my three favorite meals and to be honest they still are. I love salads, I love smoothies, and I love sushi. And my constitution is pitta kapha, uh, so which some people are kind of surprised to hear. So I can have in moderation some of those things. But at the time that I found Ayurveda, I was experiencing a pretty deep and severe vata imbalance, which still to a certain extent is there, but not as much. And so one of the first things, as we all do, we do our little dosha test online when we come across Ayurveda which by the way is very a very limited view of Ayurveda so yes do your dosha test but take it with a grain of salt um but I did my dosha test and the first thing that it kind of said to me was to eliminate raw food and salads and cold food and juice and smoothie from my diet and that was pretty confronting for me because I had smoothies for breakfast and salads for lunch and sushi for dinner most days and you know I did reduce it significantly but I was I slowly reintroduced back in because those things actually bought me a lot of happiness and fulfillment 
And another principle of Ayurveda is that we consume our emotions. So you're actually better off, sorry about that background noise, you're actually better off eating a Big Mac with joy in your heart, surrounded by your loved ones and friends, than eating cooked carrot with resentment because we swallow our emotions, they affect our digestion, they interfere with our gut. And so having a calm and clear and happy mind actually goes a lot further in supporting our agni and digestion than some of the foods we eat. So you've got to take that into account. It's not just about what you eat, it's how you feel. And if some foods make you feel really grateful, then don't cut them out completely. And saying that, there are some little things that you can do to make the food that you love more appropriate for your dosha. So I'm going to kind of go through just a few foods that are most common that I hear that people get most upset about cutting out um, and how for each dosha they can make little adaptations so that they can still enjoy it with less effect on their dosha and with less chance of um, an imbalance. All right, so the obvious ones that I just mentioned, uh, particularly for people of a vata constitution or experiencing a vata imbalance, which to be honest is a lot of us right now, um, you might hear, I am driving, but I'm driving very safely. This is on Bluetooth, I'm watching the road, but that's why you might hear my indicator and a few things ruffling. Um, so a lot of us are experiencing a vata imbalance because we live in a world that is busy and moving and with social media and our schedules, we're all kind of frantic and all over the place. And what is vata? Vata is movement. Vata is light, dry, rough, and the most um, prominent quality of vata is mobile. And so we're a lot more mobile than we were and the speed of everything is a lot quicker than it used to be. And so a lot of us do experience a vata imbalance. So a lot of us are being told by Ayurvedic guidance and practitioners to cut out raw foods and salads and smoothies. And it's still true to reduce or eliminate that to the extent possible, but here are a couple of things you can do. So for smoothies, the key with smoothies, one of the key reasons, there's a few reasons that smoothies aren't great for vata, but one of the big ones is usually they're cold, very cold. And as we know, vata is very cold. And so what I actually do, if I'm really craving a smoothie, if I'm making it home, it's pretty easy. I just don't use any frozen fruit and I keep it to kind of room temperature. Um, if I'm out, I actually just ask for a little cup of boiling water and I top it up with a bit of boiling water just to bring down the temperature so that it's not freezing cold. The other key thing with um, smoothies is definitely not to mix milk and fruit. That's bad for any dosha. That's bad for all of us because that really affects uh, as you may or may not know, in Ayurveda, there's improper food combinations, which I'll do an episode on, but basically they really weaken our agni um, and because they're hard to digest and milk and fruit is one of them. They digest at such different speeds, they have different tastes and therefore they are really, they can cause a lot of um, discomfort and trouble in our digestive system. So don't mix milk and fruit, stick to um, a light juice or coconut water in your smoothie and try to just keep it as simple as possible because 
if you start mixing fruit and vegetables and nuts and seeds again that becomes a little bit crazy and chaotic for our gut to to digest and that's the key thing is our it's not just about what we eat it's how easy is it to digest can our gut digest that so just keep it simple a few fruits and a little bit of coconut water that's a smoothie that's a lot more vital appropriate um, or more appropriate for any dosha actually that's more I guess Ayurvedic uh, if you just keep it simple keep it not too cold ideally fruits um, are best consumed in their whole form because that's how our body can recognize it and process it um, but if we are craving a smoothie as we sometimes are that's just the best way to, to have it another one is salads salads when we think about a salad we usually immediately think of raw kale carrot cucumber and this food can be really hard for vata to digest if you think about raw food it's cold it's rough it's light all the qualities that vata is and therefore like attracts like opposite creates balance as i talk about often so salads aggravate vata even more but if we can make the salad a little more heavy a little more warm and a little more moist then it's perfectly fine for vata so instead of it just being all raw food we can add some cooked grains like some quinoa some barley even some rice we can have cooked vegetables we can have a beautiful olive oil dressing just things to make it a bit more grounding a bit heavier um, that is perfectly suitable for vata um, the other thing that I find a lot of my Vata friends enjoy is rice cakes, rice crackers, rice chips, corn chips. These things are also not great for Vata. They're dry, they're light, they're rough. Vata is dry, it's light, it's rough. So it aggravates Vata. So ideally, Vata is better off with snacks that are heavy and grounding, like nuts, uh, maybe raisins, um, but if you must, if you really, you know, want that corn cake, just add something like some tahini or some almond butter or something that's just going to bring a little bit more heaviness and moistness to it so that it's not so dry and light. That's the key. If you haven't listened yet to my episode on the gunas, um, that's a powerful one for just thinking about intuitive eating. Just the different qualities of food and the different qualities of the doshas and what we're feeling and the key principle being like attracts like opposite creates balance so whatever it is we're feeling we just want to introduce the opposite to balance that so I think they're kind of the main ones for vata when I think about pitta uh, pitta is pretty lucky they usually have pretty strong digestive systems they can eat most things they have great metabolisms providing they aren't blocked up with too much armor toxins in their body but a healthy pitta person is usually someone that gets pretty hungry pretty frequently metabolizes food well and has a really strong digestion the key thing that pitta needs to avoid is hot and oily food so definitely the fried food will really aggravate pitta acidic food hot food might cause acidity heartburn reflux and just really chilly food will aggravate their irritability and anger so avoiding those things are really important if you want fish and chips do grilled or lightly pan fried definitely not um, deep fried um, and then just try to really cool the food down as a pitta person myself i love to use 
cooling spices, especially in the summer. Fresh coriander is a beautiful cooling um, herb that can goes with most dishes. It goes with Mexican, it goes with Indian, it goes with Australian, it goes with almost everything. Asian. I feel like coriander is so versatile. Beautiful Thai noodles, it, beautiful Mexican tacos. It really just an all-rounder and brings a really balancing cooling effect to our food. So pitta, um, yeah, reduce oily, reduce heat, introduce cooling herbs. Coriander is a great one. Coconut water, just those really cooling foods and fruits. Um, kapha is <laughs> typically the person that loves the pasta, loves the heavy food and really should eat it the least because kapha in general tend to hold it's a holding energy so it holds weight it holds water and so it's the constitution that will really put on the most weight from eating all those foods but also the constitution that loves to eat all those foods so you don't have to cut these things out entirely but to find ways to reduce them um, a common and easy and delicious way to reduce quantity of rice is to do half rice half collie rice which is a great way for kapha or collie rice as you can do it um, that just takes away that carb and that grain and adds in more of that um, light vegetable similar with pasta you do half pasta half spaghetti squash or zucchini or spiral zucchini just if you can halve the carb carb load and increase the veggie load that's going to be a really powerful way for kapha to reduce some of their kapha symptoms um kapha as well does really great with pungent spices warm and pungent spices it melts the kapha in the system kapha is thick it's gooey it's like think phlegm think snot think mucus that's all kapha and you want to melt it so think ginger think garlic think black pepper these things are really great at melting kapha. Honey in moderation is really great for scraping kapha. When I first learned about honey being good for kapha I was a bit confused because honey also seems thick and sticky just like kapha but it's actually thicker and stickier than kapha that it helps scrape kapha out of the system. So um, there are a few tips for kapha um, but just in general all doshas I mean all doshas want to involve want to avoid anything too cold too raw um, because these things are just hard to digest and as we all know Agni digestion is one of the most important aspects of health so for all doshas just try to enjoy your food but just not ice cold just warm it up uh, use digestive spices um use good fats a little bit of ghee a little bit of oil these are all things that for all doshas are going to make your food more ayurvedic uh, if you have specific foods that you're wondering you know are these ayurvedic approved or how can i make these more um balanced for my dosha or more ayurvedically acceptable hit me up let me know what they are i love the challenge to make food more ayurvedic I think a lot of people think Ayurvedic food is Indian and that is so, 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 so not true. And if anything, a lot of Indian food is not Ayurvedic. So yes, Ayurveda originated in India. No, that does not make it Indian or only related to Indian food. 
Mexican food can be Ayurvedic, Australian food can be Ayurvedic, Asian food can be Ayurvedic, all of it can. It's just about knowing how to make the food more Ayurvedically appropriate, which is pretty simple once you kind of know the general principles. So if you want more support on this, let me know if this is a topic that interests you. Let me know. I would love to hear from you as always. And I hope that you all have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for being here and I hope that you loved this episode. If you have something that you would love me to address in one of my episodes, whether that be a health challenge or a health goal or just a question about one of the aspects of Ayurveda, I would really love to. Um, So please send your questions and um, topic suggestions to my email, which is katie at shalaayurveda.com.au. Thank you so much again for being here and I hope that Ayurveda is beginning to show up in your life in the most beautiful of ways. Thank you.